0: Not so much as myself. Besides, my lord would do him a kindness in concurrence with me, but he would have the danger of the thing to be done lie upon me, if there be any danger in it in drawing up a letter to Sir William Warren's advantage, which I do not like nor will endure. I was, I confess, very angry, and will venture the loss of Sir William Warren's kindnesses rather than he shall have any man's friendship in greater esteem than mine. February, the first. At noon, home to dinner and after dinner down by water, though it was a thick, misty, and raining day, and walked to Detford from Redriff, and there to Bagwell's by appointment, where the mohair erat within expecting me venida, and did senza alguna difficulty monter los degrés and lie, come yod desired it, upon lo lectum, and there I did la cosa con much voluptas." By and by, Sumarido came in, and there, without any notice taken by him, we discoursed of our business of getting him work on the new ship being built by Mr. Dean, which I shall do for him. The second. This day I hear that Prince Rupert is to be trepanned. God give good issue to it. At noon dined well, and my brother and I to write over once more with my own hand my catalogue of books, while he reads to me. After something of that done, I to the office— At night, having done all my office matters, I home, and my brother and I to go on with my catalogue, and so to supper. I am very well pleased this night with reading a poem I brought home with me last night from Westminster Hall, of Dryden's, upon the present war. A very good poem. The fifth. This morning, before I went to the office, there came to see me Mr. Young and Whistler, flag-makers, and with mighty earnestness did present me with and pressed me to take a box, wherein I could not guess there was less than one hundred pounds in gold. But I do wholly refuse it, and did not at last take it. The truth is, not thinking them safe men to receive such a gratuity from, nor knowing any considerable courtesy that ever I did do them, but desirous to keep myself free from their reports, and to have it in my power to say I had refused their offer. The seventh. Lay long with pleasure with my wife, and then up and to the office where all the morning— "'then home to dinner, and before dinner I went into my green-room, "'and there talking with my brother upon matters relating to his journey to Brampton to-morrow, "'and giving him good counsel about spending that time which he shall stay in the country with my father. "'I, looking another way, I heard him fall down, and turned my head, "'and he was fallen down all along upon the ground, dead, which did put me into a great fright. "'And to see my brotherly love, I did presently lift him up from the ground, he being pale as death.' "'and being upon his legs, he did presently come to himself, "'and said he had something come into his stomach, very hot. "'He knew not what it was, nor ever had such a fit before. "'I never was so frighted at once "'when my wife was ill at wear upon the road. "'And I did continue trembling a good while, "'and ready to weep to see him, "'he continuing mighty pale all dinner and melancholy, "'that I was loath to let him take his journey to-morrow. "'But begun to be pretty well.' And after dinner my wife and Barker fell to singing, which pleased me pretty well, my wife taking mighty pains and pride that she shall come to Trill, and indeed I think she will. So to the office, and there all the afternoon, late doing business, and then home and find my brother pretty well. So to write a letter to my lady sandwich for him to carry, I having not writ to her a great while, then to supper, and so to bed. I did this night give him twenty shillings for books, and as much for his pocket, and fifteen shillings to carry him down. And so, to bed, poor fellow, he is so melancholy, and withal my wife says harmless that I begin to love him, and would be loath he should not do well, the eighth this morning, my brother John came up to my bedside and took his leave of us, going this day to Brampton he gone, I up into the office, where we sat upon the victualler's accounts all the morning. At noon, Lord Brunker, William Batten, William Penn, and myself, to the sun in Deden Hall Street, to dinner, where an exceeding good dinner, and good discourse. At dinner we talked much of Cromwell, all saying he was a brave fellow, and did owe his crown he got, to himself, as much as any man that ever got one. The 14th. After dinner by coach to my Lord Chancellor's, and there a meeting— the duke of york the duke of albemarle and several other lords of the commission of tangier and there did present a state of my accounts and managed them well and my lord chancellor did say though he was in other things in an ill humour that no man in england was of more method nor made himself better understood than myself then sir way by coach with sir hugh chumley and he surprises me with the certain news that the king did last night in